You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Welcome, y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Before we get started, just two quick announcements. The first is um, I'm super excited to share with you guys that I am opening up my Monday night meditation class to be a live virtual experience for anyone that wants to tune in. Previously, this class was reserved for members of Sacred Chill West, my yoga studio. And as you might have heard in previous episodes, we've decided to close the studio and in moving forward, I'm going to be focusing on this Monday night meditation class as my offering to the world. And I know you listen to the podcast, so you already get a lot of that goodness, but you don't get it all. So every Monday night, the pieces that are cut out of the podcast are the conversation with the amazing community that is already showing up, time for question and answers every single week related to that week's specific topic, as well as meditation in general. And really, more than anything, it's a chance to practice in community. It's a chance to be bolstered and lifted up in times when our practice might feel stale or rote. So I hope you'll consider joining me. You can find the link in the show notes. It's merylarnett.com. Click on classes. You can join me for your first class only $5 if you use code MINDFUL5. And a monthly membership is $39 a month. It's what sustains this podcast and my life. If you enjoy these offerings, I really hope you will consider joining me uh, for the live classes. Now, we're about to jump into today's class, which is all about meditation and nature. And I couldn't start the class without giving a shout out to my sponsor. It is my favorite sponsor to date because it's a product I literally use almost every single day. Gozafu, Z-A-F-U, Gozafu makes a portable meditation cushion and pad. It is so small, y'all. It looks like a lunchbox. It's super light. It clips onto any purse or bag easily, and you can take it out with you anywhere. My family snuck away this weekend just for the day at a lake nearby. I brought the pad with me. My kids were playing. The baby was napping. I pulled it out, sat on the deck outside, and I got to do my meditation practice with the sounds of the lake surrounding me. It is an awesome tool for meditating outdoors. It makes it so easy to stop wherever you are. Check it out at gozafu.com and use code MINDFUL10 to save 10%. All right, that's it for me. Thanks for listening. Let's get into today's class and meditation practice. All right, officially welcome. Happy Monday. I'm so happy to get to be with you guys tonight. And tonight we're going to start our talk with two of my favorite poems. One, probably both, you know, they're, they're common, um, but definitely this first one, I hope you know, The Piece of Wild Things, Wendell Berry. When despair for the world grows in me, 
And I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be. I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water, and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things, who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water, and I feel above me the day-blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. And then the second one is Sleeping in the Forest, Mary Oliver. I thought the earth remembered me. She took me back so tenderly, arranging her dark skirts, her pockets full of lichen and seeds. I slept as never before, a stone on the riverbed, nothing between me and the white fire of the stars but my thoughts. And they floated, light as moths among the branches of the perfect trees. All night, I heard the small kingdoms breathing around me, the insects and the birds who do their work in the darkness. All night, I rose and fell as if in water, grappling with a luminous doom. By morning, I had vanished at least a dozen times into something better. So back in June, over Father's Day weekend, we purchased a canoe, which we had been talking about doing for a long time. We finally did it. And that same weekend, I ordered life vests for our family. And the one I wanted, the one that had been recommended to me, was on back order for 30 days. And I said, okay, that's fine. Ordered it anyway. So 30 days has come and gone. And I just got another email that it is back ordered for another 30 days. And something about that makes me so unbelievably happy. Because you know this, right? Like everywhere in this country, there's a shortage on outdoor stuff. There's a run on life fest and kayaks and play sets and pools and bikes and all the things, right? People are gobbling them up. And so what I want to talk about tonight in our practice is meditation and nature, how the two combine and why the two bring us peace and joy and a sense of calm in the midst of chaos. And I know you've noticed it. I can't be the only one, right? Like, have you seen a hundred people in your neighborhood that you've never seen before because now they're out taking daily walks? And you're like, huh. I never saw you before. You live here? Cool. And everybody's gardening, right? People's yards look amazing right now. And we're, you know, splashing in kiddie pools and finding streams and exploring trails we've never explored that are three feet down the road from where we live. And there's something so significant about this rediscovery of nature, because we already know, I think most of us already know, right? Being in nature makes us feel good. It calms us down, it resets us. But it seems that previously that was relegated to these pockets of vacation or weekend or off hours. 
And then as our world shifted on its axis, it seems almost as if we were all grappling with, well, at first we were stuck at home with nothing to do, so we might as well go outside. And then it continued on so much longer than anybody expected. And now it's almost like, what else can I do to hold on to my sanity, to create space for myself, to find that sense of escape? And so as we think about how this has shifted from what once was like a special occasion, I'm going to go outside, to maybe now a slightly more regular occurrence, even if it's literally just playing in the driveway with your kids, right? Or going out on the back deck and sitting out there for 10 minutes a day. We're making this shift to perhaps more time outside or some time outside, even if you're in the South in 90 degrees and 100,000% humidity like we are, right? And there's a million reasons why it might make you feel peaceful. There's a million reasons why you might choose to start walking or maybe you run every day or you cycle or you just sit in the sun. But the one that I want to talk about today is coming from the ancient practitioners, the very first meditators. And in the texts that have been left for us, all of these different teachers, these practitioners from a myriad of different lineages, not just one, but many, created these maps of their internal experience that completely match the external world. Meaning what is on the outside is also on the inside. Okay? The elements outside, earth, air, wind, fire, ether, water, all of this outside can be found inside. And I know, I totally know that that can sound crazy, especially if you're a beginner meditator. And what we use these ancient teachings for is essentially a roadmap. Not to say you have to believe it wholeheartedly, but so that we have some guideposts for when experiences happen, we can go, oh, got it. Somebody wrote about that. And maybe it looks different for you or smells different for you or tastes different for you. But over and over again, from different practitioners through the course of time, we see these really similar threads of experience, of finding natural-based metaphors for internal experience. And so the two poems that I read at the beginning of class, Wendell Berry and Mary Oliver, these are modern-day people, right, who spend time in nature and tapped in to that sense of peace that is almost innate if you spend time in the outdoors, equally innate if you spend time inside with yourself. And so I want to read two more, and these one's a little bit older. So this next one is from Kabir. Inside this clay jug, there are canyons and pine mountains, and the maker of canyons and pine mountains. All seven oceans are inside, and hundreds of millions of stars. The acid that tests gold is here, 
and the one who judges jewels. And the music that comes from the strings that no one touches and the source of all water. And this last one, this comes from the Radiant Sutras. And these last two obviously have been translated, right? They were originally written in different languages. Um, so this is from the Radiant Sutras, which is an ancient text. This body is made of earth and gold, sky and stars, rivers and oceans, masquerading as muscle and bone. Every substance is here, diamonds and silver, magical elixirs, ambrosia that gives visions, herbs that nourish and heal, the foundation of the planet, immortal magnetic iron circulating in the blood. Every element in you loves the others. Earth loves rain. Sky loves sun. Sun loves the space it shines through. And space loves everyone equally. In meditation, luxuriate in knowing this deep and simple truth. Every cell is an organ of sense infused with majesty. Across time, across tradition, across practices, we keep being guided back to this internal experience. And I think knowing this can give us two gifts. The first of which is knowing that when you step outside, when your feet hit the earth, when your body gets in water, Anytime you are connecting with the elements outdoors, it is innately connecting to those internal elements, bringing a sense of balance, a sense of steadiness or calmness for us. That's why it's so, um, Lori gave the example at the beginning of class, it's staring at the clouds as like the best meditative day. That is a meditative day. Being with that sense of air, that sense of ether, is a piece of meditation. And so simultaneously, the second gift can be when our practice is feeling stale or rote or forced, we can step out the door and sit for 10 minutes, literally in the worst weather. You can sit for 10 minutes, let the wind blow or the rain fall or the heat steam right? Have the experience of sweat, paying attention to it, running down your back. And that connection to the element of water on your skin within and without is again, bringing us into this internal experience, into this experience of steadiness, of grounding, of clarity, so the practice we're going to do tonight, we will consciously invite in the elements just to see what happens. And for you, it might be a complete cognitive exercise of thinking, wind, 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 water, water, water. And for some of you, it will immediately translate to a felt experience in the moment. And for some of us, it will translate to an experience later in the day or even the next day when you'll notice a sense of 
either balance, you'll notice a sense of calmness when you didn't expect it, or you'll notice a sense of being drawn to that element the next time you go outside. And we'll just take this, you know, this is a bit deeper of a practice than I might normally offer in this class, but I feel like the time, this time that we're in, in this moment in space is ripe for some of these deeper practices. It's not asking us to be shallow right now, right? This moment in history is asking us to go inside, to pay attention to what's there, and to offer it up for the peace and harmony of the world, right? So let's practice together tonight, yeah? Take a moment to get a seat. So if you've already been seated, let's uncross our legs. You can recross them the other way if you like. If you need to shift around for a moment, get your spine comfortable. And as you come into a seat, you know, seated in a chair, seated on the ground, whatever feels good. Let your hands rest onto your lap, palms face down. And when you're ready, you might let your eyes drift closed. If it feels better, or if you're seated outside, you might choose just to leave your eyes open softly, taking a soft, unfocused gaze towards the ground. And together as a group here, nice big inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. And we'll do that again, inhaling deeply. Exhaling out a sigh. Allowing your breath just to fall to its own natural pace. Easy inhales, easy exhales as you feel yourself stepping into your practice. Feeling yourself fully embody this moment. Let's start by silently saying to ourselves, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And with that statement, notice if it's possible to sit more. Can you let go through your hips, through your thighs? Feeling the spine lift up and lengthen a touch. Shoulders might roll back and down. And maybe just take a moment to enjoy the shift into stillness. Savor this conscious pause you've created for yourself. And the way your breath just rises and falls as it wants to. And as you can, 
You'll relax the muscles through the face. Letting the forehead smooth and broaden. The skin around the eyes softens. The lips, the jaw, the inside of the cheeks. Letting all of this relax. Gradually, breath moves out across your shoulders. You might be able to feel your shoulders just drop a little bit. Tension melting. could notice the rise and fall of the chest. Maybe letting breath unwind any tension or knots in the muscles of the chest. breath moves down into the belly, letting the muscles of the belly relax. And just noticing how it feels to be simultaneously awake and completely relaxed. As if from the inside out, you could let go. here that I want you to begin feeling your breath. Noticing the way air is drawn into the body. And noticing how the breath leaves the body. Experiencing each breath as wind. Just internally feeling, seeing, experiencing the sensations of wind inside the body.
every breath an opportunity to loosen up and release what's been stuck what's cluttered or stagnant your breath this internal wind sweeping out the corners of your internal world as the body is swept clean our awareness resting on that breath perhaps you notice the sense of heat on the breath Letting every breath stoke an internal fire. A fire meant to burn away what's no longer needed. A fire meant to burn away any lasting debris. Tracing the heat of the breath, the lick of the fire all the way through the body. as that internal fire burns all that needs to be cleansed gradually it begins to burn itself out maybe you notice how the breath turns cool And on the breath, you sense moonlight. 
a clear, cooling moonlight. Filling and soothing the body. the coolness of the moonlight comes the element of water washing that internal landscape clean perhaps you notice Where does your mind first picture water? Or where do you first feel that sensation of water inside? Finally comes earth, rich, dark soil, filling in and fertilizing all the corners and crevices. Allowing ourselves to be ripe for new growth, for possibilities of joy, for creative expression. Rich with the elements of life. Staying connected to your breath or any of these elements for these last few minutes in silence.
then letting go of that internal experience. Feeling your breath deepen here. Perhaps reconnecting to the sounds around you. Feeling yourself fully back in your physical space. You might wiggle your fingers, your toes, just bringing a touch of movement back. When you're ready, draw your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer. Bow your chin down. Honoring yourself, your experience of the microcosm, that internal landscape that is unique and yet somehow similar in all of us. Perhaps we'll offer up these individual practices today to the peace and harmony of the world. Let's take one last breath together. Deep inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. Namaste. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces. And better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.